So hello, my listening friend. It's so nice we can meet each other on the air on this beautiful best day ever. And for those of you who have never heard of the Lily McDermott Radio Show, let me tell you. The purpose of the show is to provide a safe place where you can go to when you need a friend. You know, it is my commitment to provide alternative ways to heal, and it is my mission to make awareness, responsibility, and truth a part of our everyday life, and I hope you, my listening friend, will feel empowered to embrace a new truth and live the life of your dreams. So let me tell you, this is the first time that I am joining the Breadbox Media Network, so I want to share a little bit about my background and why I do what I do. So I started off a long, long, long time ago when I was a young lady and uh, I believed that everything that my parents believed was the gospel truth. Our parents are our gods, so to speak. Those are our first image of what God is about. As I got older and I started kind of finding my own voice, I learned in my family that if we had a difference of opinion, somehow you were wrong and they were right. If you were the youngest one, boy, let me tell you, you were the worst ones of the worst. You were the wrongest ones of the wrongs. So that's how my life was when I was growing up. And it wasn't intentional. It wasn't mean spirited. It was just the way it was. It's what I inherited in my life. And you know, it's, it's been a great life, wonderful family. And I do believe that in life, things happen for a reason. And sometimes people say it happens for a season, it happens for a lifetime or whatever. For I believe that everything that happens to us is ordained. So what do we do? What is our role in this ordination, which is to find purpose in everything that happens? So a long time ago, as I was um, living my life and things that we might perceive as good things happening to you, um, or later on, perhaps become not so good for you. And then there's things that you go, oh my God, I wish this would have never, ever happened. Turn out to be blessings and great things that that mold you. And it is during those times that I believe that we're truly being blessed. And I have been blessed in so many different ways, ways that in the time I would say, gosh, Don't give me this kind of blessing. But now I look back at it as a defining moment in my life. So as a result of being hired by a company that seduced me to go with them, and they seduced me with a really high compensation package, seduced me with a very high base package, it was like I had to quit the company I was with. Gave them notice, started working with them, and little by little, they kept putting on the pressure, this new company. And we love what you're doing. We now need all your contacts. And we love what you're doing. We now need for you to do this and this. And I jumped every hoop. But by the way, I forgot to mention that when I joined this company, 
they had a contract and I had never signed a non-compete clause. I had never signed an agreement that gave the company that hired me a 90-day clause that they can let me go at any time. Well, even though I was doing a phenomenal job and this, by the way, the compensation, the bonus that I was going to receive had a 30 day, a 90 day cycle. So it would take 90 day for the sales cycle to occur on the 89th day. I received a call saying, we love what you did. And we decided that we really don't want this position. So all my commission, everything that I had been building up to that point, I would not get. Now, most people would say, terrible, this is horrible. But is it? We'll see. Here comes the rest of the story. That day, I reached out to some of the clients I was working with. And I said, I just want to let you know that I'm no longer working for this company. And from now on, you'll be discuss, you know, dealing with somebody else. Within a short period of time, I had six new clients. The first person that replied said, I don't care what you do. You need to start your own business. And I'm going to be your first client. And he was. And so that's the start of my business. I started uh, Lillian M. McDermott and Associates, and I work with um, doctors and bring ancillary services, and it's been since 2010. Well, I also worked with attorneys, and so I started a campaign. In this campaign, um, someone said to me, you know, you should promote this on the radio. And I thought, okay, yes, because I believe in yes. I believe that we should all declare a yes. Don't figure out or don't overanalyze it. If you're an analysis paralysis, I, there's nothing I could tell you what to, to do. But for me, saying yes is crucial. But my no's are just as crucial as my yes. So when I said yes to the to starting a business, I could have said, no, I've never studied business law or never studied you know, how to be a businesswoman. No, I did it. And I figured out how to do it. Then someone said, you should be on the radio to advertise your, mar your, your marketing campaign. And I said, yes. So let's figure out a way to do it. So I was interviewed. Here I am, never been on the radio, interviewed by the station owner. And this station owner said, after the 30 minute interview, came to the, to the studio where I was at, he left the board the where he was, and he came across and said, wow, how long have you been doing radio? And I looked at my watch, and I said, 30 minutes, and the rest is history. That was in 2011. So since 2011, I have started this new journey in my life. And here's the thing. I've always, if I, I was going to read something, I was going to read about personal growth. And if I was going to do anything, it was going to be, how can I learn and grow because my beginnings of being right and being a right fighter was not supporting me anymore. So this was a start for me. When uh, later on, I kept seeing this guy that inter interviewed me for 30 minutes at different events. I had never met him before. I didn't even know about the station. And then we kept running into each other. And here's what happened. He took me and he said, if I gave you a 
radio show, what would it be on? And originally, it was all about being a friend. You know, not everybody has a friend to go to. And especially nowadays, there are thousands of friends on Facebook, but there's no contact. There's so many things going on, but are the way that we develop that contact, that that personal touch is no longer there. So I said, you know, I just want to be a friend. When I started the show, the show was all about, you know, how can we be a compliant patient and do the right thing? And then this is what happened. Someone said to me on the show, you know, you should really consider, I'm going to challenge you to go raw vegan. And I said, bring it. I don't shy away from um, challenges. So I said, go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and be raw vegan for one month. See what happens. Within three or four days, I realized I stumbled onto something big and I can no longer not know the truth, the truth that is out there that we don't know. We don't know. So what do I mean by that? I mean that there was a long time ago, they thought the earth was flat Yes, if you go that far, you're going to fall off a cliff and you'll never return. But somewhere along the way, someone said, you know, I think the earth might be a sphere. I think there's something different here. And people said, no way. And ridiculed them and possibly, you know, talked, you know, um, made him feel less than because he had this thought. I think a thousand years went by before we realized he may have been onto something. The earth is not flat. But guess what? There are still people who believe the earth is flat. Look it up. It's called the Flat Earth Society. I do too much propaganda for them. I talk too much about them because this is our life. We don't know what we don't know. And we, again, go back to the beginning where our parents were our gods. Our parents taught us right from wrong. But what if our parents were wrong? And what if their parents were wrong? What if there's something out there that's more? What if there is a new truth out there that you will be able to embrace that is keeping you from the life that you want? What if? Look at a child. Just look at a child at play. That child will play all day and will discover and they are learning and growing. And then at the end of the night, they pass out because they're so full of life. They pass out because they're so tired from the busy, fun day that they had. I've not seen a two-year-old go, man, I need a glass of wine to un, a, 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 a glass of wine to unwind. I've not seen a child uh, smoke because they are stressed. They just go to sleep because they go through life learning. Something happens along the way where you get that diploma and all of a sudden you have arrived. I know everything. Well, this show is going to talk about a new truth. What is the truth that we have kept ourselves from? What is that new truth that can set us free? So going back to this challenge of uh, 30 days, 
that I did for, I think it was three years. I was raw vegan. And, um, and I hope that doesn't turn you off because raw vegan is uh, a, a way a lifestyle and people can be very healthy. There are, are raw vegans that are possibly uh, maybe not doing it right uh, and, and, and not as healthy. There's every everything that we do, we need to learn the prices and we need to learn the payoffs. Everything has a price and a payoff. So going back to how I was feeling, I felt so good that I thought, man, I didn't realize that food can can change our life. I didn't realize that Food can make me feel energized. I didn't know that food and fill in the blank. It wasn't that I was a bad eater because I've, I've known of food allergies and um, I wasn't able to digest certain foods. So I tweaked my life because I believe that we can tweak things in our life to make our life a little better. And so I started digging. I started digging, what, what's up with water? W- water, water, my gosh, if you're hydrated, it could help you with depression. So the three causes is what I've learned. I've learned so many things over the last six and a half years from wonderful teachers that I have on the, the show. And what I'm hoping to do with the podcast is taking some of these lessons that I learned during the week and bring them to just you, my premium listeners for Breadbox Media Network. I'm excited about this because I've, I've never really just done a commercial free, uh, you know, uh, talking just for an hour or 45 minutes because there's usually a guest. There's usually so much going on. But I would like to bring some of these things, these new truths to the this podcast. So what have been the new truths that I've learned? The three causes of illness are, of, are, are dehydration, constipation, and stress. Those are the three causes of illness. And so along with that, we I do shows about hydration, I do shows on responsible living, I do shows on so many different things. But here, I get to discuss it just with you, my listening friend. So here we go. I started diving deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I noticed something with all the noise around me, that had just stopped with the clarity that I was feeling from eating um, things that weren't, that had more than five ingredients. My ingredients were like one or two ingredients. And I would put things together. And let me tell you, if you think that eating healthy tastes bland or bad, think again. We're going to learn about nutrition. We're going to learn about disease. We're going to learn about how to heal your body. Oh, my gosh. You're all believers. We all have one thing in common. We believe in something. And let me tell you, that power of belief can trump your DNA. There's so many things, again, that we don't know we don't know. And when life, you can learn how to be and how not to be. So my goal, when we sit around, when we sit around at, and listen to the show and I say, discuss things with you, I want you to know that I'm going to share whatever new truths that I've learned and some things stick and other things I'm just like, no, I'm, I feel very, very responsible. So here, what happened was once the noise stopped in my head, 
I was able to feel. I started listening to my body again. And what was my body telling me? And I'd like to encourage you to put your hand over your heart and feel what is your body telling you? What are some of the things that your body wants you to know today? Is it stress? Do you have a headache? Do you, is something wrong with your life? Are you feeling miserable today? Is there something that's causing you anxiety, depression, numbing? What is it? So as you go through life and these moments of noise kind of stop, I kept hearing my body say to me, you know, there's a little hole in your soul. And I would ignore it. I mean, how many times has your body talked to you and you ignore it? And it starts with a whisper, hey, something's wrong. And you ignore it. Then something else happens. And maybe there's like a perspiration or your head hurts or you're having some body aches. And then your body says, hey, listen, I need to talk to you. Well, there was enough, hey, listen, I need to talk to you that I decided I needed to figure out what that little hole in my soul was all about. So I started my journey on personal growth. Personal growth, I thought I was just going to go to this class, learn a little bit about myself, and I did. I learned a lot of bit about myself. I learned that when I was in second grade, I was told by a teacher that I would never amount to much. Yep, I said that. In second grade, I was seven years old. And then when I was 10, I'm not going to give you the whole story, but when I was 10, my grandmother, my paternal grandmother that I had seen a handful of times, very proper lady, loving, I mean, lovely in in, in many sense, but at that time, I didn't know her very well. I was about nine or 10 years old, and um, I didn't want to go to piano lessons anymore. And one of the things my parents would ask us to do when friends came over, family came over, is that we would perform. I don't know if you can relate to that, but we would perform. And my grandmother found out that I didn't want to learn how to play the piano anymore. I had my reasons. And um, and she told me when I was barely 10, that if that she learned that I, um, that if I, that, that I didn't want to play the piano. And she said, um, Lily, if you stop playing the piano, then I'll stop loving you. So what did I create about myself? I created that I was, I would never amount to much and that I was unlovable. These are the things in life that we don't even know are driving us. I've learned that the first seven years of your life, you're like a human little tape recorder and you make up stuff about it. It goes and it records into your mind and that later becomes your subconscious mind. So in life, that there was like something that was underlying. There was an underlying conversation that I didn't even know I was having, which was that I was insignificant because I would never amount to much. Although on the outside, I was very successful. On the inside... I felt not enough. Can you relate to that, my listening friend? Then I would pick guys that made me feel unlovable until you start dealing with these things. You start diving deeper. I would say, take out your soul shovels and dig, dig, dig until you find the root cause. And that is what I discovered during my time 
of exploration. I knew that my body was trying to talk to me. So what do you do when you figure out that this is what you're doing? You rewrite your program. You rewrite the tapes. You rewrite them so that you're no longer telling yourself you're wrong. You know that voice in your head? Some people have a committee. You know, I I learned from um, a guy that uh, is um, a teacher. He said, you know, I have this guy in my head. His name is Vic. Vicious inner critic. We all have a Vic. We also have a cheerleader in our head. We have this committee that is constantly talking to us. What is that committee telling you? So as I was going through my journey, I said, wow, what else is out there? And so I started looking into not about being compliant, about discovering what your body that journey, that that yellow brick road that we're all on, that yellow brick road. So here I am, this good-for-nothing, unlovable human being, learning how to love myself again, learning that I am a bit of an empathic person, and I could feel what you're feeling, so I turned that off because it was too painful. I started learning about myself without judgment, without any preconceived notion. I started taking responsibility for my life. doesn't matter that my grandmother said that, or, by the way, the only teacher I remember his name is Mr. Torres. He's the one that told me I would never amount to much. And I made him right in my head. But I worked really hard to make sure that I looked successful, that I was successful. I just didn't believe it. The power of belief will trump anything that you do. So this is part of what our journey is going to be during my time with you at Breadbox Media Network. It's how do we unravel the, the untruths that we've learned How do we embrace a new truth? Are you ready? Are you ready to take this journey? Because now in this journey, I decided to go back and say, you know, this will, this helps me with my radio show. This helps me personally, and it's going to help my listening friends. Again, do you have a go-to friend that you know you're going to get the God's honest truth if you go to that person? Does this make me look fat? No. The fact that you're overeating makes you look fat. Not that blunt kind of friend, but a friend that says, I really want you to look at what you're eating because I want you to be healthy. There's so many different ways we can say the same thing. So this is what the topics are going to be. It's about embracing a new truth. Will you take this journey with me, my listening friend? So what new truth are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about embracing your vision, finding your purpose. Are you feeling stuck or stagnant in your life? Do you want to know what kind of career would be the best suited for you? Um, Is it difficult for you to remain focused or committed to a relationship? Are you having issues with your partner and think that there's a better partner out there for you? Remember, you're going to take yourself to that next partner. You cannot continue to blame everybody else for whatever is happening to you because 
It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. And yes, some people's past are very, very difficult, are very, very sad. And I want to encourage you to go to whenyouneedafriend.com because this next little segment here, I want to encourage you to learning about the word responsibility. If I can take one word and say, this is what we're going to be talking about on the Lola McDermott radio show is, or the podcast, not the radio show, but the podcast, um, this is what I'm going to say. You're going to learn how to take everything that happens to you, good, bad, and ugly, and turn it into Romans 8, which is it all works out for the best, for the good for all who love him, the good of all, not just you, but there's this orchestration that's happening that we don't even know is happening. If we just hold tight and trust the process and trust the process, that process will lead us to where we want to go. But where do you want to go? If you don't know what you stand for, anything is good. If you don't know what you stand for, you will fall for anything. If you know where you're going, any road will take you there. So what do you believe? What do you want? Hmm. Do you know? So I take my, uh, as a certified life coach, and I don't know if I said this already because I'm just, this is the first time I can just talk and talk and talk and talk. And I hope that somewhere along the way that you are joining me in understanding that this is a part of life. We don't know why things happen. I could have said to John Harper, who gave me my first chance on radio, I'm sorry, I'd never t- t- um, gone through broadcast or, or, or broadcasting. I don't have a degree in any of that. So I will pass. No, say yes. God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. So if you're being called to something and you're saying no, why? Why are you saying no? Yes, You can talk about all the excuses that maybe this person did that to you, or maybe I'm not good enough, or listen, your voice matters. So what are you being called to right now? So if you have been abused, if you have been neglected, if you are in the wrong situation and you want to change it, if just take the pulse, feel that heartbeat in your talk to your soul, talk to your spirit and say, what do I really want? And so here's the thing. We're more than just a person. We're more than just career. We're more than just a spirit. We're more than just, there's different parts of us that need to be addressed. I am Lily McDermott. My middle name is Medina. So yes, I'm Spanish. And so I will bring a lot of culture into what I do because that's how I was raised. But guess what? I'm also a career person. I have a career. Never in a million years did I ever think that I would start a business. I was raised to be a mom. Not that there's anything wrong with that because I love being a mom and I love being a grandma. But here's the thing. What were my desires? What are my desires? What do I want to accomplish? So what is keeping me from these accomplishments for my career, my finance? How much money do I want in the bank? And it's not just wanting. It's what are you willing to do to achieve it? 
Many people think that if I think it, therefore I will be it. No, thought without action is thought. It's just empty talk. So we create a plan for our career of finance education. Do I need to go back to school? Do I need to um, change jobs? Do I need to? It's easier to find another job when you have a job. So don't quit your job unless you have a job to go to. And don't leave something, go towards something. If, if I don't know if that makes sense to you, but if you are hating your job, don't go to another job that you're going to hate too. Stay there, endure it until you find what you want. But first, you got to know what you want. So with career finance education, start creating what you want. Those are the questions that you that we get to ask ourselves. We need to keep that balance. So with career finance education, what do you want? Why do you want to have it? And what am I willing to do to achieve it? Then let me move on to the next part of me, my mind, my body, my spirit. What do I want for my mind, body, spirit? But when you come to this place, you've, you get to decide how much by when. That's so important because I can't say I want to release weight. And by the way, never lose weight. Never lose it. Because what happens when you lose your keys? You go and find them. What happens when you lose a, a pendant or a ring or, or um, anything? You go find it. So release it. Release your weight. If somebody else wants to find it, they can find your weight. But here's the thing. How much by when? If you want to be healthy, that's too vague. If you want your body to release 100 pounds, that's too vague. How do you want to do it? How much time you're going to do it? How much money you're going to spend? What how what kind of foods are you going to eat? There's so many things you create a plan for yourself. And for it comes to the mind and the spirit. What's on your bucket list? Talk about the things, write about the things that you desire, the things that you want. So that's the mind body spirit quadrant of who you are. So there's um, career finance education, there's the mind body spirit. And then there's relationships. What are some of the relationships that mean the most to you? And what are you doing to making sure they know how special they are? But there's that other side of the coin is how about relationships that need to heal? Which relationships in your life need forgiveness? Because let me tell you, nothing will bring dis-ease to your body more than lack of forgiveness, resentment, living in the past. So what is it that you want out of these relationships? And what are the relationships that need to heal? Can you sit with yourself without judgment, again, without judgment, and say, hmm, how did I create it? That's another thing that we'll talk about is taking responsibility, 100% responsibility. That's the word that describes the show best, responsibility. But the kind of responsibility that I'm talking about is not fault, blame, shame, duty. It is empowerment and freedom. And if you go to whenyouneedafriend.com, I have a responsibility page that will tell you how to take responsibility and set yourself free. It's not about blaming others for your traumas. It's about seeing how you grew from that trauma, looking at the best part. So if somebody hurts you 
and you're still harboring resentment. It's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. You're killing yourself. Hear me out. Forgiveness is not for the other person. I'm sure you know this. Forgiveness is for you. You know, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite is Dr. Wayne Dyer. He used to say, it's not the snake bite that kills you. It's the venom that runs through your blood. Now, I don't know if he created that expression, but it works. What is causing venom to run through your life? So that's your relationship quadrant. Make sure that those are good, that, that you're being healthy when it comes to that quadrant as well. And then last quadrant is contribution, giving back. How do you want to be remembered? What, how, how do you affect your community? What are you doing to create the changes that you want in your life? What do you want people to say at your funeral? When you're not there, your children, what do you want your children, what's your legacy? So giving back is part of who we are and part of what helps us be who we want to be. So those are the four quadrants, career, finance, education, mind, body, spirit, relationships, giving back. So when I do a show, I'm focusing on all those things. When I'm coaching somebody, and by the way, you can, if you ever need a coach, a life coach, you can reach out to me at lily at when you need a friend.com, or you can call me at 407-373-5959. That's 407-373-5959. You can go to when you need a friend.com, check out my coaching page if you're interested in that. So every day, we have got to, or we get to, do something to fill our love bucket, our, our, our who we are bucket. Not just career, because you could be really good at career and really suck at relationships. You see that. All you have to do is look, at, look back. Look back. Not to blame, shame, fault, or duty. You. It is to... Really look at how you created your life. So it is important as you look at your life and find your purpose, find your vision, ask yourself, why don't I have these things? Why, why do I still keep beating my head against the wall? And it's because that little voice that was speaking to you earlier that you're ignoring is now speaking to you a little bit louder. Maybe it's your mind-body-spirit quadrant that um, is the one that's affecting you that you don't want to look at. And the next thing you know, you go to the doctor and the doctor says you have cancer or that you have a heart condition and now you need to have surgery. Well, some of the teachers that I've had on my show have made it perfectly clear. And most of the whole food plant-based or lifestyle doctors or, you know, there's there's a link between dis-ease and a childhood trauma or childhood belief. Some form, something is happening in that those quadrants in your life that you're unwilling to look at. Okay, so let me tell you what I learned about the brain. The brain and the gut the brain and the gut are connected. The same cell that created your embryo, that split is in your brain, your gut, 
and your heart. That's why there's a mind-gut connection. There's a lot of studies now with the microbiome. That's because there are there's connections with your brain and that intuition, all those things. There are different times in your life where you are dealing with something and your mind says, not going to look at it, not going to deal with it. I'm going to act as if it hasn't happened. But then your body knows no, there's something, your gut, your gut knows that there's something we need to deal with. You need to deal with some pain. So guess what happens next? Your gut and your mind start to try to align and you get pain. Your body, your, your back blows out or your, 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 something happens in your body. That's that little whisper saying, you need to deal with some pain. And if you don't deal with the pain that you need to deal with, your body is going to break down and we're going to have to deal with another pain, another kind of pain. So here we go. Different things that I've learned that we're going to be talking about in the future. I'm just giving you a sampling of a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about because over the last almost seven years, six and a half years, my journey started thinking that it was going to be one way. I'm going to be right You're going to be wrong. That's how I grew up. But I knew better. Because everybody is a teacher. You learn how to be or how not to be. So it's your choice. So my parents have been great teachers. My family, great teachers. And I love every single one of them because they taught me how to be. And they also taught me what not to be like. So with that in mind... We're all students and we're all teachers. And so as you go through life and you journey forward and you journey towards that next step in your life, you realize, you know what? I can't continue to treat people the way I want to be treated because that golden rule that we learned as a child supported us as a child. We thought the world revolved around us. Yay. And maybe, maybe when I was a child, That worked well because as a child and I was thinking about the world in a different way, perhaps maybe I was more loving, perhaps maybe I was more giving, perhaps maybe I had less judgment. Maybe it worked back then when I was a child. But as I got older, I'm going to tell you a story of of treating others the way they want to be treated. So when my husband and I got married, um, you know, he's very service oriented and I love to cook. I love to prepare. And that is the language of love for me and my family is to eat, manja, come, come, you know, all these things. And so um, every time I, my husband hates to be in the kitchen. And so one of the things I did was um, I, I, this is what I do. Whenever I cook, I am like want to be so fast that I leave things open. So I, I I leave my drawers open, my cupboards open, the doors, everything. And when I'm done, I close everything up. It works for me. Hey, it works for me. My husband, on the other hand, the way he shows love is he, the acts of, of of acts of kindness. And so he would clean the the fork or he'd put things away and I would leave the kitchen to do something else because I am also the world's best multitasker. So while things are preparing in the kitchen, I would go do something else and then I'd come back and all my drawers and all my, uh, all my, um, 
my drawers and doors were closed. And then I would open them again because I was still preparing the meal. And then I would leave and then I'd come back again and uh, everything was put away and everything was closed. You would think that <laughs> that would be, um, I'd be grateful. And yes, I was grateful that my husband wanted to help, but he wasn't helping me. He was hurting me more than he was helping me. So I finally got so upset and I said, will you stop it? Will you ask me how you can help me? This is when that follow the golden rule just stopped working altogether. And so he said, oh, well, I was just trying to help. And he got defensive. And but we stopped that the argument ended there. I just asked him to please, please just ask me how you can help me. Don't just ask me if this I'm done with this. Ask me. So I was done with that. Right. Then I continued to prepare my meal and I left. When I came back, every door, every drawer was open. Now, he thought it was funny. And now I can look back and say it's funny. But at the time, I flipped. That was a different time in my life. And today, I can laugh about it. Lesson learned. So he learned to ask. And I learned to also have a voice. He's not a mind reader. I'm not a mind reader. You're not a mind reader. So hopefully during this hour together, I will encourage you to find your voice, to go beyond your limitations, to, to erase some of these tapes, or maybe not even erase them, rewrite them. So Bruce Lipton who is just absolutely wonderful, wrote The Biology of Belief. I interviewed him twice at the beginning of my, my journey of learning a new truth. And he said, you know, Lily, before the age of seven, you are a human tape recorder. I men mentioned that a little earlier in the podcast. You're a human tape recorder. And that tape recording becomes your subconscious mind. That's the voice in your head. So let me ask you, who do you hear in your head? Are you constantly calling yourself stupid or fat or dumb or, you know, or do you think you're better than everybody? What is that voice in your head? It's time to rewrite it. It's time to learn a new truth. So here is what you believe and how important the biology of belief is, which is the name of Bruce Lipton, Dr. Bruce Lipton's work. And maybe I'll do talks on Dr. Bruce Lipton and a little bit about him. And I want to encourage you to reach out to him. And also I want to encourage you. I'm so grateful to Breadbox Media Network. So if you want to become a premium um, package, I don't know how you say that. If you want to join the, the movement, please do so. And also I want to encourage you to go to my website at whenyouneedafriend.com and learn a little bit more. So here's the thing about Dr. Bruce Lipton. What do you inherit? This is the new truth that set me free. And I'm hoping to, to set you free on this one. The biology of belief. I believe that I'm a victim of my DNA. My mother 
had diabetes, my father had a stroke, my great grandparents, they passed away then when they were like young because of disease or whatever. I don't know whatever your your line in your family is, but just fill in the blanks for you. So here's the deal. Even though disease can be associated with genetics, it plays a very small part. You don't inherit heart disease from your parents. You don't inherit diabetes from your parents. Guess what you inherit? You inherit the family recipes. Yes, the family recipes. How can you tweak that? That will do more for you. And if you believe that you're going to get diabetes, you're going to get it. Because as you've heard the expression, those who say they can and those who say they can't are both right. What do you believe? We're going to talk about belief on the Lillian McDermott podcast because it is so important that we rewrite these tapes. This interview with Dr. Bruce Lipton changed my life. And as a matter of fact, the gift of the show six and a half years ago, actually, it wasn't six and a half years ago, because really, uh, 2013 was when I started to be open to the new truth. How many times have you heard something? that does not agree with what your parents taught you or what you thought you learned in school, especially doctors. Oh my gosh. I feel so bad for doctors because the pharmaceutical industry has infiltrated their, their education and they're learning that the only way to heal a body is through pharmaceuticals. Well, when I started this journey with the station, it was all about being a compliant patient, taking your medications well, and I thought I was being responsible and bringing this truth. But then I learned a new truth. And so my registered service mark is you can take a pill or you can take responsibility. And it's not that I'm against taking pills. I am for doing everything you can to live the life of your dreams. What does that mean? So what did you inherit? I inherited diabetes. No, you did not inherit diabetes. You inherited a lot of sugar consumption, a lot of high meat consumption. You inherited the way you celebrate, the way you stress, the way your parents, you watched your family deal with so many things. And that became your belief that in order for me to get what I want, I got to beat somebody. Or in order to get for what I want, I got to make you feel bad about who you are. In order for me to be right, I need to need to make you wrong. You can rewrite these tapes. What are you willing to rewrite? Perhaps that little, that if you put your hand over your heart, that conversation that your heart is having with you, or that spirit, that soul, whatever you believe in, is telling you it's time to just release all of that. Just give up control. Just give up and just pretend you don't know anything. It's time to learn a new truth. What else are you willing to learn? Are you willing to learn that laughter can heal you? Are you willing to learn that chemotherapy, the five-year, oh my God, I've learned so many things about cancer, and the benefits of chemotherapy and radiation and surgery. And I'm not saying that people will thrive, that people die of cancer. I'm saying people are dying because of the side effects of chemotherapy and radiation. Did you know there's a PubMed, uh, Pub, PubMed publication 
2004 that says the five-year survival rate of cancer people, patients that have taken chemotherapy. What do you think? 50%, 70%, 20%? Nope. 2.1%. So why even go through all of that for 2.1%? I interviewed Dr. James Forsyth. Stage four cancers, That's he's an oncologist, a homeopathic oncologist. He's an oncologist first, and then he learned about homeopathy. Do you know what his survival rate is after seven years of treating in a non-toxic way? Uh, you think 10 10%, 5 5%, 2%, 1%, 70%. So we're going to learn. You're going to take advantage of the fact that I've been on this journey and in the Wizard of Oz, in the Wizard of Oz, you see the, that Dorothy is trying to find her way home, trying to find power, whether it's courage or a brain or, in, or, or a heart. At the end of that yellow brick road, I mean, they got into a lot of trouble. They got out of the yellow brick road and went back on the yellow brick road. But along the way, they learned gifts and lessons. And by the way, if you go to whenyouneedafriend.com and you learn, take, go to my 100% responsibility page, it will show you how you can take responsibility. I don't think I even talked about responsibility yet as much as I wanted to. But if you go there, it'll show you questions you can ask yourself that will help you take 100% responsibility. No more blaming others for what your life is today. Ownership. But Dorothy... The scarecrow, the tin man, and the cowardly lion all wanted something they already had. They already possessed it because that creator who created us gave us everything we needed to heal our bodies, to be powerful beyond belief. You know, we say that and we believe that God is everywhere. But guess what? God is also in me. God is also in you. God is in all of us. So if God is in you and God is so powerful, then why are we so limited? Think about it. Think about your, our limitations that the world has created in us, but we can no longer buy this old truth, the earth is flat kind of crap. No, the earth is a sphere. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Maybe the earth is flat. I'd love to hear the arguments. So what about you? What do you believe? Do you believe you're a victim of your DNA? Do you believe that the only way to be healed is through a pill? Or can you consider that there is a new truth out there, a new way to heal your body, a new way to live your life, an exciting new way to accept a challenge, that your yes is just as powerful as your no, but both need to be done with just enough enthusiasm and childlike adventure without being childish, without being impulsive. How do you want to spend your time with me during this podcast? Would you like uh, to learn about a particular topic? then email me at lily at whenyouneedafriend.com. Do you want to learn about some of the shows that I've been on, that I've done, th that you want to topic about that? 
you know, you can call me at 407-373-5959. You can text me there as well. There's so many different ways that I want to encourage you, like Dorothy and the lion and, and the tin man and the scarecrow. Once they got to Oz, they discovered that the power was in them all along. So I want to empower you, my listening friends. Empower you to a new truth that will get you the life that you want. No more blaming, no more shaming, no more whatever is holding you back. Let's discover this journey together. Take advantage of the fact that I've been on this journey. And I know that you have probably been on this journey way ahead of me. And maybe you can teach me because I am open to learn. I am open to create something new. And let me tell you, if I believe a certain way and report it on it and discover, uh uh-oh, there's something new now, this is something better now, I will talk to you about it. I will share it with you because I have no issues. I don't need to be right anymore. I love it. I love giving up the freedom, giving up the need, not the freedom, the need to be right, giving up the need to be in control, to look good. How about you? Are you ready? Are you ready to discover a new truth? If you are, feel free to call me or email me. I've given you the name, the the number, and um, there are so many different ways that we can be in contact with one another. We're going to talk about the ego and why the ego loves us to be unhappy. You know, the song of the ego is, I don't get no satisfaction. Do you find yourself stuck in your ego? We're going to talk about that soon. Do you find yourself blowing out every relationship you have? We'll talk about that too. Do you find yourself talking to yourself like you would talk to your worst enemy? If you wouldn't say that to a child, please, please, please don't say it to yourself. Figure out a way to stop the thought and say, you know what, I'm going to reformat that thought. And we're going to talk about how to change that. I've written a lot of articles as well. When you go to whenyouneedafriend.com, Just check out my articles because there are sometimes we just need to read something, process it. But throughout this journey, I want to encourage you to let's be friends through this journey. Let's treat each other with respect and love. And if you have a difference of opinion than me, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Because here's another thing that liberated me when I was learning about myself. It's none of my business what you think of me. But if I am annoying and I am doing something that is kind of like disrespecting who you are, then let me know. And that way I can correct it. I don't have a preconceived notion of what my life should be like. I just keep saying yes to life. I keep saying yes to opportunities. I keep saying yes to growth. But I'm not there. I am not there. I still haven't learned everything that I want to learn because let me tell you, the moment you think you know it all is the moment you take your last breath. You're dead, baby. You're dead. So I want to encourage you that each day of your life, 
We're going to learn something new together. Each person that you have in front of you, I want you, well, you can do whatever you want, but this is what I do. I want to learn everything I possibly can, something new. And I always, when I find something that I learn new, I go, yes, I have arrived. I've learned something new from you. And I bring it into my life. What are you ready for, my listening friend? What do you want for your life? What do you want to create for yourself? Again, let's take this journey together. But it can only happen if you're open to consider that perhaps your truth has been keeping you in prison. God is in us. Our creator has given us everything that we need. And even when in the back room, he said to his disciples, as he breathed the breath of the Holy Spirit in them, I breathe that in you. But it wasn't just them. That breath was in us too. That same breath. Can you imagine a spark of our creator in you? What can't you do? I can do all things. Because I know who created me. And that is the same encouragement that I want you to grow from. That I want me to grow from. So will you join me? Will you continue to join me on this podcast? I hope you do. And as we do, as I always say, I'm going to wish what you wish onto others. Because we tapped into a little bit to resentment and anger and all of that. So here is the the point I want to make. When you are angry, resentment, um, feel like you were lack of forgiveness, whatever you wish onto others will come back to you. So at the end of my podcast or at the end of my broadcast, I always wish you well. I wish you love. I wish you peace. I wish you joy and unexpected abundance. Because you know what? If you wish somebody else, I wish you die. I wish you like rotten hell. I wish, guess what? That's also going to come to you. So what is the life you're creating? What can we create together? You know, alone, I'm just one person. But you and I and all of us, we are an overwhelming majority. So I want to encourage you to know, I want to, I want you to know that I'm always right here waiting for you. And I'm worldwide at whenyouneedafriend.com. And I want to wish you love, peace, joy, and unexpected abundance. Make it the best day ever. We burn, we make mistakes, then we live and learn when life gets tough and it seems like your best ain't good enough.